animal-killing, blood-sucking chupacabra. A beast sometimes described as an alien-like creature, resembling a griffin. Farm animals have been killed and drained of their blood by a mysterious creature. It looks more like something out of a horror movie. It was the work of the chupacabra. The chupacabra lives. <laughs> Cryptid Zone. I love your radio voice. That's really good. Cryptids, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, I completely fucked with your intro there, didn't I? It's fine. It's fine. Keep going. All right. This episode, we'll be talking about El Chupacabra. I'm Lois Stone. I'm Jeremy Hughes. (laughs) I love your NPR voice. It's so good. Thank you. I have a really. uh, I've, I've been told I have an excellent telephone voice. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Um, but now we're going to end that and go back to my crazy voice. Okay, that's fine. I, I prefer <laughs> the crazy voice, to be honest. Excellent, excellent. Because we're talking about El Chupacabra. Yeah, we are. The greatest cryptids. Do you think so? Well, I, I don't know. I don't know. Because I love El Chupacabra. And the internet loves okay. El Chupacabra. But, like, mm-hmm. there's not that much you know, information about our good pal. I'm going to go out on a limb here and say, I honestly, not so hot on the Chupacabra. I'm sorry, I, I shouldn't really say this at the top of the episode because we're <laughs> going to spend some time talking about it. But honestly, yeah, I think uh, th- this is something I really wasn't expecting until we like yeah. went away to do our research. But um, I, I think it's actually maybe the least interesting one we've talked about so far. Sorry, this is not a good sales pitch for this episode. <laughs> it's going to be a great episode, but... <laughs> Well, I think that the there's some, some interesting, like, conspiracy theories to talk about. Okay, and I, think I haven't this, like, done much. Phenomenon of like chupacabras being sort of spotted all over the world, which I think is interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I see about. your point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's more interesting than the actual stories that we have about it, which is not a whole bunch. Yeah. Okay. Do you wanna um? Do you want to do a little intro? Uh, yeah. I think I did this last time. So do you want to talk about sure. what the Chupacabra is? Yeah. So so there's kind of two different kinds of Chupacabra. That, yeah. Yeah. So there's one that's... Um, they always have spikes that go from sort of like the, the lower neck down the back. Um, mm-hmm. And sometimes they're described as like scaly with big oblong eyes. About three... Well, I've seen some websites say three to four feet high and some say four to five but about the size of a small bear and they sort of yeah. are on their hind legs like a like a kangaroo um and sometimes mm-hmm. they say they have red eyes but yeah so sort of like reptilian kangaroo thing um and then some reports have it as almost like dog shaped but still with the spikes and like gray colored whereas when it's a lizard thing it's more green but sort of gray but still kind of scaly um yeah yeah, and the reports of it in the sort of uh, reptile thing are, you find the from Puerto Rico, which is where the first sighting was, um, mm-hmm. and then you like the southern United States is where you get the sort of like canine-esque ones. But the, really the, the thing that ties them together is the back spikes. Yeah. yeah, and like this is this is the first thing that I think is kind of shady about the Chupacabra is like people can't even agree on what it looks like. Yeah, well, see, so... This is one of the things I was thinking, right? Is that one of the websites that I read called the Chupacabra one of the first cryptids of the internet age, right? Yeah. Because it's 1995 is the first sighting. Yeah. And so I'm wondering if it's like one of those first things where people are sort of posting on it like, oh, there's been this crazy attack from this thing. And mm-hmm. then people somewhere else see a thing that they don't know what it is. And they just like take the name and they're like, oh, yeah, it's El Chupacabra. Yeah. When it's that, just that, not. Yeah, that, that seems to be line up pretty well exactly with what i saw and also like to begin with it seems like it wasn't 
picked up by the internet like straight away. It seems mm-hmm. like the thing that, that started it was in, as you said, in Puerto Rico, there were basically a lot of newspaper articles. And, mm-hmm. and my feeling is like this kind of fed into it where people would read the news and hear about this thing and then they would see something and then they would jump on that and say, oh, that must be the Chupacabra as well. Um, yeah. And the, um, the other thing, the other thing that, so, so I should say, uh, Chupacabra in, in, uh, the, the, the local language in Puerto Spanish. Rico. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> God. I'm sorry. Is I'm it, sorry. is it yes. Spanish, Lois? <laughs> it is. Thank you so much. God, I had no idea. I just wanted to be clear for the people listening. Maybe they don't know that much about Puerto Rico. <sighs> okay, all right. <laughs> Sorry. Yes, in in the natural, in the local language in Puerto Rico, which is Spanish. Yeah, yeah. Um, chupacabra means literally goat sucker, mm-hmm. um, which references the fact that uh, chupacabra is basically said to be like a, a vampire creature. Where mm-hmm. The, the one of the hallmarks of the chupacabra is the the bodies it leaves behind of things like chickens and livestock um which are often found to just have puncture wounds like a vampire uh like two or three uh and all of the blood drained out of them so yeah. so you know people didn't see the chupacabra itself what they saw was you know farmers would come outside and say oh some something has killed my livestock and drained its blood and uh, that's where the the myth of the chupacabra kind of came from. Yeah, uh, this this is just me being kind of a grammar nerd, but apparently the proper is always with an s on it, like chupacabras. It's like sheep, where like it's el chupacabras and los chupacabras, so it's yeah, the but, same. Uh, this is just evolves. because I wanted to share this fun fact about okay chupacabras in Spanish. All right, but then in the as it's been like americanized anglicized whatever it's been turned into english we dropped the s yeah yeah uh and then it's always in the masculine in spanish as well um but anyway um yes so but 1995 is the first the first sighting Mm -hmm. um and it was so the first like sighting is this woman uh madeline tolentino yep um, and she saw it in this Puerto Rican town of uh, Canovanas. Yeah, that's Whatever. the one. Yeah. Um, and then... No. Yeah, and then it's... Uh, this is just from the Wikipedia page, but it said that there had been similar attacks uh, in 1975, so 20 years earlier, in mm. Mocha. And it, they'd been a tribute to El Vampiro de Mocha, so the Vampire of Mocha. Um, and I looked yeah. it up, and Mocha and uh, Canovanas are both in the north of Puerto Rico, but on, like literal opposite sides of the island huh so and it was just was interesting that there was nothing in between sighted well maybe that's why it took it 20 years to get across yeah maybe just can't walk very fast yeah also Probably. i mean um chupacabra is uh it's not like uh it's not one of these cryptids that's a single creature it's like a species right it's yeah i think like, so Michele and Bembe and mm-hmm. uh, it's, it's yeah. uh, there's not just like the one chupacabra that is like killing its way across the world it's a... <laughs> I mean it'd be pretty impressive if it was it would be yeah <laughs> I mean does it have a plane maybe <laughs> maybe we don't know well th- there are some websites that are claiming that it could be an alien so you know oh that's true it could have a spaceship yeah and then one of the websites described it as like possibly having little wing flaps to be able to fly oh cool um, yeah but i think that was based on some sightings of uh chupacabra in like chile mm-hmm. um so not in puerto rico yeah um but yeah so but anyway that's the first uh viewing hold on yeah um go ahead i was gonna ask where do you think chupacabra sits on the on the classification scale um, of cryptids so good question um i there's okay so i saw one theory that a chupacabra was uh like an escaped project from a secret u.s government facility okay and i i'm kind of into that yeah i think that's cool 
It definitely, um, a lot of the pictures you see are kind of alien-esque, right? Yeah. And uh, so, okay. So I'm going to circle back to what kind of cryptid it is. But here's here's okay. the thing. So this guy, Benjamin Radford, has like written this whole book about essentially debunking El Chupacabra because, you know, he likes to be fun at parties. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so he went and interviewed this woman who saw the first one. And it's essentially said that she based it off of the character Sill in um, the film Species, which came out in 1995. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. And, um, like, I can sort of see where it's coming from, except I looked up all the pictures from Sill, and Sill is just like, people were like, what if we took a sexy woman and uh, gave her the hair of Medusa, but sort of styled backwards, um, and also her titties were out. Yeah. Um, which doesn't... I think totally like a lion with the description not, of El Chupacabra. Not completely, no. Yeah. And it it's so but anyway, part of the reason I think this connects to it being a, a government like escapee, a project escapee, mm-hmm. is that if like that's a solid story to make somebody seem crazy. Yeah. Is be like, Oh, this film came out a couple months before and is kind of related. Um and so we can just say that the woman was crazy and she thought that the film was real. Um, don't listen to her, everybody. We've got it completely under control. Um, so you're it, saying that this guy is secretly a government agent? Yes, that's exactly what I'm saying. Okay, cool. Um, and then... Yeah, I think that, that tracks. <laughs> yeah, and, and um, it'll also explain why you only get a really, really short period where you're seeing the sort of reptilian kind of chupacabra. Because it's pretty yeah. just not that big an island, so... If it was an escape thing, it wouldn't take, I mean, hopefully that long for them to um, sort of track it down and silence witnesses. Um, yeah. Because <laughs> after like 2000, so only like five years later, that's when you start getting the canine kind of chupacabras. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. So I, I'm in the the government test camp, but the thing is, I don't know what kind of cryptid that would count as, if it counts as one as all. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't, um, there's no specific category under the classification that, that, um, I guess maybe, um, animals, uh, maybe mythical animals with a zoological basis, which is eight, or, um, seemingly paranormal or supernatural entities with some animal-like characteristics. Ah, actually, Mm. no, I don't know. Well, I mean, maybe variations of known species, if the government project mm. started out as testing on other animals, you know. But if it's yeah. something completely new, I have no idea what right. it would be. Right, so it could be two, so like an mm-hmm. unusual variation of a known species, like a lizard or a dog. Yeah. It depends on, it kind of depends on, because if, it if it's like the dog type variant, you could definitely say, okay, it's just like a weird vampire dog, yeah. vampire coyote, mm-hmm. something like that. Um, so it could be two... Then again, it could also be uh, like like I think the further away we get from one species, you know, you start at two. Yeah. If it's like a variation of a dog, and then as it gets further away from one specific one, you could say it's six. Where yeah. It's so like... no known fossil record, but related to known animals. Yeah. Yeah. And then, like, when you push that way over to the other side, it's like okay, so this is now no longer like analogous to any one existing animal in which case you go into seven which is yeah. not known from the fossil record and not related to any known species yeah so so i guess it um, would fall under that category probably if we're in the camp that it's yeah. a government project mm-hmm. okay yeah there we go um, job yeah. done but then i think we've got to get into these these sort of like dog type cubicabras okay yeah, because I, I think that they're a completely different thing. Oh, you think they're that that we've we've accidentally conflated two cryptids? Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. Cool. Yeah, because I don't know. I in reading about this, I feel like people are playing a little fast and loose with the name Chupacabra. Yeah, they definitely are. There's definitely. Well, I don't know. I don't want to get into Monster Quest just yet, but end oh, up. I forgot about Monster Quest. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, there's definitely some dogs in that. There's definitely, they're like, this could be a chupacabra, and then at the end, it's like, and it was a dog. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, well, see, okay, so for some of them, I'm like, all right, I'm sold on this. Like, it's a coyote with mange thing. Mm-hmm. Um, the one, the one thing though is that they, this guy Barry O'Connor said that, like, the coyotes went for goats and stuff because they were weak from having this parasite, and then they, like, that's all they could get was livestock. Um, yeah. And I'm like, but they didn't eat the goats. So, yeah. What if they were just thirsty for blood? I, okay, you know what? Fair. Yeah, we've all been there. <laughs> we're just like a bit sick. Got uh-huh. a got a parasite. And you're like, you know what I need is some iron. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you just go and you suck blood from your local goat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what? You're right. We we have all been there. Yeah. Um, yeah, I yeah. think my my personal feeling on this is lizard cryptid, uh-huh. the dog type uh, chupacabra is just people seeing dogs being like, <laughs> that's a cryptid. Yeah, that's sort of so, where I'm at as well. I found this yeah. video of somebody who was like, this is a chupacabra from like Saudi Arabia, and uh-huh. it's the like the animal in the video is weird as hell. Yeah, but I. I'm not completely convinced. Okay. That it's like if it is a the body of some sort of cryptid, it's not the same one that is in Puerto Rico. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. So, like th- this this animal in this video, it was like didn't really have any hair. Um. Like the front paws were like almost like little like kangaroo paws. So they weren't. Okay. They didn't look like they were something that you'd like run on. They were like right. really long and skinny with these little claws, and then, okay. um, like weird wrinkly skin, and then these uh, the the like bottom paws. They had you know, um, like the pads of the foot didn't look like dog okay. pads because you know how right. normally they have that like distinctive shape of you'd see it and you're like that's a dog paw print. It was like yeah. flat, like a square. Ooh, it's weird. Um. And then it had massive, massive balls, like unreasonably oh. large. Wow, Jesus! <laughs> um, and so I was okay. like, I don't know what this is, but this is not a reptile cryptid. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think it's a no from me on on dog chupacabra, chupa chupadogra, <laughs> chupadogra. I like that. <laughs> um, I think uh, lizard chupacabra is where it's at because also yeah. it's like I don't know, I don't know it's like. Uh, there's so uh yeah, I think I think for me the the reptile one is where it's at. Yeah, I think so. Cuz that's a cool image. I feel like the image of the dog chupacabra is just like it's a weird dog with, with spines. <laughs> and we've already done weird dogs. You can go back and we listen have... to it in Axel Hound episode. Yeah. What if you like listening to car alarms for <laughs> half an hour? We oh, run dear. a tight ship. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, I don't, I don't, don't like that it's a weird dog. Um, and then... So, do you, are we happy to rule that now? Are we, are we happy to yeah. put our feet down and say, yes. we are, we're taking a stand. Chupacabra lizard, yes. Chupacabra dog, no. Yeah, I think it's bold. Um, you know, it's gonna, it's gonna upset some people. It's gonna shake yep. the fashion industry, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I'm gonna stand by it. <sighs> there we go. <laughs> um... I did find this quote from uh, Radford, the guy who was like, no fun allowed, um, yep. where he said, uh, the thing about myths is that people want to believe in things. I suppose that in a perverse way, there's something comforting and that there's this vampiric monster that doesn't attack humans. Um, okay. I was kind of into that because, um, like, humans, we love a vampire story. You know? It's true, yeah. We, we do, and I like the, the thing that we're like, we like this one because we like vampires, but we also like not dying or being in risk of dying. Well, huh? I, I actually <laughs> don't know if I agree with that, just because <gasps> I feel like a lot of the appeal of vampires is like they're sexy and dangerous, right? Oh, you know, that's true. And it's like, it's like you know, they're like these creatures of the night and they're stalkers and they're like, ah. Uh, not so stalkers like- in like the, like, like calling you in the middle of the night stalkers and in, in the sense that they stalk through the darkness mm-hmm. right um 
I don't know. And then if, if, if like, imagine watching Buffy and being like, and this vampire can't hurt you. And then you're like, oh, okay. Oh, you well. mean like Spike in, you know, season five and six? Yeah, right. But he's not. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> don't come with me at me with the Buffy references, Jeremy. Hughes. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Right. But I mean, I mean, as soon as this is this. Yeah, you make you actually raise a good point, which is as soon as Spike is no longer dangerous, that like suddenly completely mm. transforms how people see him. Right. That's true. He's no longer like a sexy, dangerous dude. Mm. It's it's like now we he becomes more of a comic relief character. Yeah. When okay, I see what you mean. He's not dangerous anymore, right? So do you think El Chupacabra could be like like a, a vampire story with like training wheels on? Maybe. Like you're dipping your toe into the uh into the lore. M- ma- yeah. You're not perhaps. ready to buy garlic yet, but like you're not gonna get a goat. Right. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think I think I think there's definitely an appeal to um to having a cute vampire dog. Oh sorry, 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 cute vampire lizard. I misspoke. Um, I think definitely there is there is some appeal to that, but I don't know if I agree with that assertion that the reason people like it is because it's a not dangerous vampire. Mm. Because people like vampires kind of because they're dangerous. Yeah, okay, I take your point. I would like to point out that the guy who said this is also the one that we've decided was a government agent, so... Oh, yeah, yeah, this um... guy sucks. <laughs> Did you know there is literally a Chicago Tribune article someone wrote just being like, fuck this guy. Really? Yeah. There is a, I didn't like, find this. I, I searched, God, what's his name? Ben... Ben Redford? Uh, ben Radford. Radford, yeah. Yeah. Let me get this up. Because I was reading this article, and it's like not even like well-written in the sense that it's not... It doesn't read like a newspaper article. It reads quite unprofessional in that someone has just written... A, a, an article being like fuck this guy and it's like oh you're a you're a journalist who works for a reputable newspaper and yet you've just just written this like basically hit piece where you're like <laughs> ranting at this guy what is the what does benjamin I, radford do when he's not destroying our dreams i don't know i think maybe he destroying his dreams is, destroying our dreams is all he does oh okay well <laughs> i don't know if he does nothing else were there other points that God, this reporter is... had about why this guy's the worst? Just because he, I think for the same reason we're saying fuck this guy, which is <laughs> he's secretly like, a government he's just agent. Like, yeah, because he's yeah he stalks the night in a black suit and tie. Um, no, no, because just because they're like man, like Chupacabra's cool. Why you gotta be a why you gotta be an asshole? And, uh, See, I think that this goes into my whole thing about people who spend, like, who write books debunking cryptids need to, like, get yeah. off their high horses because mm-hmm. they're also dedicating their lives to cryptids and making money yeah. off of it and financially gaining. So they just need to calm down. What would they be doing if not for cryptids? Probably working in middle management, you know? Yeah, it's true. Yep, yep, yep. I ain't, I ain't got time for your shit. Here we go. I found it. Chicago Tribune, okay. uh, March 31st, 2011 by John Cass. That's spelled mm. K-A-S-S in case Excellent. you want to look up this article. But uh, um, the, the article starts, Once again, the cynics are going out of their way to debunk the existence of the chupacabra, the hairless, blood-sucking vampire or goat sucker, as it is affectionately called. Mm-hmm. As millions of Americans know, it often sidles up to its victims, then rises on its naked haunches before it feeds. Do they know that? Um, do I we mean, know that? do many Americans know that? Like, how many is many? Uh, apparently, well, he says millions. Millions. So millions of us know that. I must yeah, have missed all, that class. We've all seen it happen. Um, <laughs> anyway, but now comes Benjamin Radford, managing editor of something called Skeptical Inquirer, Science mm-hmm. Magic Magazine. His aim to debunk the noble creature. Creature. Yeah. Creature. Let's try that again. I can edit out me saying creature to debunk <laughs> the noble creature. Uh, I would say it's no more or less real as Santa Claus, Radford recently told KRQE, an Albuquerque, New Mexico TV station. Really, Mr. Radford? How sad. How nauseating. <laughs> how utterly predictable. Amazing. And it goes on like this for a long time. <laughs> <clears throat> I love that. It, just... it ends with... Uh, 
uh, chupacabras are indeed tricky beasts, and their greatest trick is convincing people that they're not real. But they always leave their tracks. Just look at your tax bill and tell me they don't exist. Like, what does that mean? What does See, that mean? It's the, it means it's a government conspiracy. Where are your taxes going? We like the numbers don't make sense. Some of it's yeah, being right. secreted away to mm-hmm. a government. So, actually, I think that, that my, the government agency thing has got a lot of legs to stand on. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you're right. I'm I'm behind it. Um. Hold on. Uh. So. The other thing is, I went on the Cryptid Wiki to, um, um, like, look up, you know, just cryptid, cryptid stuff. Yeah, of course, as of you course, do. As you do. And um, there, there were a couple of things that I wanted to, to bring up. One is that they have a page on Cryptid Wiki just about the history of El Chupacabra, mm. right? And it says that, like, there are reports of, like... There's records of like ancient Mayas having like a goat sucker, quote unquote, a mythical beast called Kemazotes. Uh, I apologize for the for the awful pronunciation. Mm-hmm. Um, and I looked it up, right? Because I was like, oh, I love a good story from the ancient Mayas. Who doesn't? Yep. You know. It's true. And. Uh, yep. And like on on the the information about that, like it was a it was a bat god, or it, but it's this other website that I trust more than, you know, misspelled cryptid wiki, um, calls it just a that it translates to death bat, and that at no point are goats mentioned, at all, not at all. Oh well, that's uncool. And so I think that it's more likely that, you know, it's just. This other the the, the chemizotes is a, a case of um like just another story that involves blood sucking because like we said humans love a good vampiric story, um, mm-hmm. but it's not it's not the same as El Chupacabra. You know we wouldn't call Dracula El Chupacabra. It's, it's ridiculous. We wouldn't call Benicula El Chupacabra. I don't know if that's a reference that translates across the ocean. No, um, I don't know what that means. Benicula was this book that, for whatever reason, they just kept making us read when we were in, like, primary school. Do you ever have that where, like, they're like, here, children, read this from Scholastic. And you're like, oh, okay. But anyway, it was this whole series of books about uh, a vampire bunny called Benicula that, like, okay, suck. But it sucked, like, the juice out of vegetables and turned them white. Oh, I see. So it's so it's like Bunnicula is like Bunny Dracula. Yeah, yeah. Okay, got it. And it, okay. um, yeah, it was told from like the perspective of like the other pets of the family who would be like, Bunnicula's gonna kill the family, and it's like Bunnicula's just sucking on vegetables. Like he's a rabbit. yeah. It seems like a vegetarian. Um, like maybe yeah. try being a bit more tolerant. <laughs> yeah, but the point is that he's not El Chupacabra just because he sucks, you know, things. So. Yeah. I would like to say that this ancient Maya thing is not El Chupacabra and that Mr. whatever his name was who wrote the cryptid wiki article wishful thinking. Yeah. Wishful thinking. Connecting too many dots. Yeah. Sometimes you, to... you know your scatter plot mm. just doesn't have any lines in it. Sometimes sometimes there's too much too much string on the on the pinboard, you know? Yeah. Yeah, and you just need to sit down and go, you know mm-hmm. what I need a nap yeah <laughs> um so anyway i think that you should tell me about monster quest okay i'm gonna i didn't tell you. i didn't watch it this this time by accident. good thank you because as we all know <laughs> this is where i do most of my research is by watching monster quest yeah um yeah monster quest uh again as usual has some mm-hmm. amazing cgi fantastic um, what year is this monster quest from did you write it down oh uh, god i i didn't let me look it up um uh, editing out silence. Do 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 do. Later on, I will remove this whole bit where I type it into Google. Uh, it is from two thousand and eight, so almost a decade ago now. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Don't say um, things like that. Why not? <laughs> I don't like to confront the passing of time. Time pa- time passing is fine. It's okay to be older. It's not the of... getting older. I just 
don't like that things keep happening. You know? Doesn't mean you have time to sleep. It depends on the thing. Because some things are okay, some things are bad. Um, Can you hear the cat yelling in the background, by the way? No, not right now. Okay, that's fine. Is the cat yelling? She keeps yelling. She wants to go back outside. You can let her out if you want. I don't uh, mind. However, now she's looks like she's about to fuck up the the clothes like error, and I kind of want to see how that turns out. So okay, cool. <laughs> well, let's see. This is exciting. <gasps> she's okay. She's going on top of it. The, my clothes error is in a corner, and I think it's the corner that our ghost normally hangs out in because the cat really likes to stare up at this mm. one corner. Uh, and we have a, a ghost called Doris. I think that's where she lives. Cool. So anyway, we don't have to talk about Doris, my ghost. I don't mind. I mean, ghosts are cool also. Yeah. Uh, I mean. Doris hates this one lamp in our flat and Mm. won't let us have it. So there's a light behind me. And no matter how many times we change the light bulb, it just doesn't work. And uh, it'll come on sometimes. Like if you ask Doris nicely, she'll turn it back on. Okay. Um, But yeah. But anyway, we think that she, she calmed down. She stopped messing with the light so much after we got the cat. She used to flicker it quite a bit. Cool. Now she just leaves it off. It's just right. fine. I don't know. Yeah, need to see calming it. influence. <laughs> yeah. Um anyway, Monster Quest, two thousand eight. Yes, two thousand eight. Monster yeah. Quest. Mm-hmm. Uh is good because so they have, as usual, some extremely good CGI yes. of what they think uh Chupacabra looks like. And they do have um CGI of both of the the variants, okay. the lizard and the dog. Mm-hmm. Dog variant does just look like a dog, which again, fuck the dog. Yeah. Uh, don't care about it. F- nope. f- get out of here. Don't mm-hmm. don't want you here. Um, but their CGI of the of the lizard monster does kind of look like a weird kind of alien lizard hybrid. Mm. Um, it, it it and yeah, it it. I think when I see that, I'm like, yep, that looks like like a government lab creature okay so what if what if it is a government lab creature but it's not based on any uh like earth animals but is instead like an alien because then that wouldn't be a cryptid well maybe it would depends on how long they've been testing on it because the alien has to be a resident right right but but if they had created a new creature based on the alien hello lois cat oh Hello. No, don't go back there. <laughs> okay, bye. Oh, she's so cute. Yeah. Aw. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> okay. What yes. was I saying? The cat uh, made you me were forget saying, uh, my train of thought. If they made a new creature based on an alien. Right, right, right. So that, that wouldn't be an alien. That would be uh, a creature not in the fossil record, not based on any known species. Oh, so that would be in number eight, right? Yeah. So I guess it depends on whether or not it's like a, an alien that's been modified or something completely new based on right. an alien. Or, or a new creature. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, who knows apart from Benjamin Radford, yes. government agent. <laughs> yeah. None of us, at least. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, it looks like a kind of a weird alien gargoyle. And I saw mm-hmm. it and I was like, yeah, I think that's the one. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of... Uh, Monster Quest was them. They spent a lot of time in Texas. They mentioned, you know, the the history of uh, of Chupacabra coming from Puerto Rico, mm-hmm. um, and then they they kind of show the line of of reported incidents across the U.S. You know, it starts interestingly, like they start down in in Texas, obviously on the, on the border with South America, and, and uh, they kind of cut a path like northeast then southeast like moving east but like jumping north and south really rapidly like going up to to um to places like i think utah and down to Mm -hmm. new mexico and then it jumps up to like illinois and i'm like what i don't know maybe we just wanted to see the bean you know maybe i mean it is a good bean (laughs) yeah uh i mean obviously i think chicago is extremely good but i don't know if the chupacabra yeah anyway it, it like jumps across and like goes all the way across the u.s basically um okay. but a lot of the the people so they talk to people who've seen it um or claim to have seen it and and mm-hmm. basically everyone they talk to is in texas um okay. and uh some people get photographs you know they say uh um 
it looks like a kangaroo or a bizarre four-legged hairless creature um and then they're, they're talking to a guy who was like yeah i i saw one and i i managed to shoot it and uh and i took photos and here are photos of the body and i still have the bones um and as soon as i saw this photo i'm like well that's just like a mangy dog i literally wrote in my notes <laughs> uh looks like a weird mangy dog yeah. um and uh and then later on they they send some samples from these these bodies away to scientists to like do like fur and dna analysis and it did just come back being like yes this is a dog with severe mange yeah like well, like I they saw... yeah yeah i think that that's what they are yeah um, I mean, we've I made our feelings on. Was, yeah, well, I saw one, and they said that it could be like people misidentifying Mexican hairless dogs. And I looked at pictures of them, and they look weird as hell. And if I yeah. saw one and didn't know what it was, I'd be like, "That's not natural to this earth," you know. Mm-hmm. But it is. It's just a weird dog. Yeah. It is just a weird dog. <laughs> um, and uh, and actually, another interesting thing is is another one of the samples they found was a a coyote wolf hybrid (gasps) that's terrifying i don't know that's pretty chill i think all my experiences with coyotes in illinois have been pretty chill yeah but is it the best part of coyotes and the best part of wolves or the worst part of both yeah i don't know that's a good question who knows man All I can say is my experiences with coyotes have been nothing but positive. Okay. I had coyotes a... rated chill bros. Yes, it's true. <laughs> uh, have you 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 know Fantastic Mr. Fox the film the Wes Anderson film? I know of it. Have you seen it? No. Okay. Well, there's a bit <laughs> where because obviously Fantastic Mr. Fox is like a it's all stop motion and it's all about these animals but but you know he wears like a suit and he has like he walks on his hind legs he's basically like an anthropomorphized um uh fox in that you know he's like a a dude with fox fur and a fox Mm -hmm. face um but there's a point where uh where he is out in the wilderness and there he sees a wolf on a hill Mm -hmm. and it's not like an anthropomorphized wolf it's like a wolf wolf and there's this great moment, which is my favorite moment in the film, where he sees this wolf and he like puts up his fist and looks at it. <laughs> and then there's this uh, this like beat, and then the wolf puts its fist up in response <laughs> back at him, and then like walks off. And that is basically the experience I had with a coyote in Illinois, where I was like walking to a grocery store in the snow. This is before I had a car or, or was able to drive. And I was living mm-hmm. in this village in the outskirts of Chicago, like out in the prairie, basically. And I was walking to this grocery store in the snow. And I looked to one side and off across the field, there was a coyote. And we just kind of stopped and looked at each other for a little bit. And then okay. it trotted off. And I was like, yeah. See, I have a much different experience of coyotes. Because, okay. So I live in a city, but we have a na- massive national park, mm-hmm. um, right? And like it's and it's a big forest. And we have all these deer, but there's no hunting allowed. So right. deer just completely overrun mm-hmm. everything. And so yeah. then coyotes moved in. Yeah. Um, and then we're like, we could eat these deer, or we could eat everybody's cats and small dogs. Oh Jesus! So they did that. Oh. Uh, so then there was just like this period of my life where you just be like, you know, chilling like on your back deck and you just hear some awful noises and you'd be like, well, somebody's going to be really sad because their cat's gone. Aww. Um, yeah, which is a bummer. They, one almost got my cat, except the dumbass cat, she was deaf. It's not her fault. She's deaf, but you know, whatever. But she'd gone out and didn't come home before bedtime. And then my parents got woken up by this like really weird noise and i looked up and there i like out the window and there was this coyote just like prowling back and forth at the top of like our little porch mm. um and the cat was just like sitting at the back door like do 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 whenever you want to <laughs> let me in is cool no idea that she's like yeah. 15 feet from death mm-hmm. um and so then my parents like run downstairs they open the door they're like get in you dick like come on and she's like oh just i'll saunter in it's so nice of you to let me in mm-hmm. um, and we're all this coyotes right there so that's yeah. anyway that's my experience with coyotes um oh, okay less positive 
Yeah. Also, like, I, I feel like that's how I want to live my life. Like, your cat. <laughs> it's Just like, completely oblivious to, like... Yeah, to, you know, it's like uh, hurtling towards death at all times. But, like, <laughs> still completely chill out, you know? Just because she didn't know, you know? Yeah. So right. I think it's just remain ignorant of everything dangerous around you. Yeah, that's why I, that's that's <laughs> that's how I'm trying to be. <laughs> I'm with you. I'm with you. <laughs> she lived a good life. <laughs> All right. So after that, <laughs> what happens in Monster Quest? Um. So these two people, uh, Ken Gerhardt, who is a cryptozoologist, and Lee Hales, who's a wildlife expert basically wander around in texas trying to catch a chupacabra mm-hmm. lee um, hale sounds like he should be a weatherman yeah well yeah he's a wildlife <laughs> expert i don't know what to okay. tell you okay. maybe in a past life maybe oh i see he- i just got that hails because <laughs> <laughs> i understand good joke yeah thank you <laughs> yeah okay hail as in the weather yes there we go um, it, yeah. <laughs> good joke. Sorry, I, I didn't respond to that at first with the recognition <laughs> but it deserved. Your laugh is really satisfying, so okay, I right, feel vindicated. Good. Cool. Good. I'm glad. Yeah. Um. So, so Ken and Lee, or Gerhardt and Hales, as I'm going to call mm-hmm. them now, because that sounds cooler. Yeah, um, it does. Do some things to try and catch a, a chupacabra. Mm-hmm. Um. They go off into the woods. Uh, the first thing that they do is is um. Uh, you know, there are these theories uh, in Texas that it's kind of like a canine predator, so they use coyote urine, which is supposed to attract canine predators. Okay. Uh, and they uh, they set some motion sensing cameras, as usual. Um, uh, Solid, and don't tried catch and tested technique. That. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, they don't they don't catch anything based on that. So then okay. they're like, okay, let's let's try something a bit more more complicated. Um, so they have this cage set up where uh, where they, they basically have like a trap where they put a chicken in a cage mm-hmm. and then when the the predator comes in to try and get the chicken, then um, the, the trap springs shut and they catch whatever comes, you know, the, the chupacabra comes in to get this chicken and suck its blood and, uh, and then gets caught. Okay, a um, couple thoughts that came to mind there. One... That chicken in a cage made me think of that one Smashing Pumpkins song, um, which is not the lyric at all. It's Rat in a Cage, but mm-hmm. that's just the kind of day I'm having. And then <laughs> thought two, are we like, what if instead of like uh, something coming to hunt the chicken, it was something coming to free the chicken, like a chicken vigilante, you know, or just another chicken who wanted to hang out, you know, just like a wild chicken was like, oh, hey, a friend. I mean, there's no way to tell. Yeah. When you catch I just something... see a lot of ways that this can go wrong. Right, right. There's no way to interrogate the motives of whatever you catch. Yeah, exactly. So I think that they need to rethink their methodology. Anyway, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's definitely some, some issues here. Yes. Um, but what I will say is, using this method, they did catch <gasps> uh, something. <gasps> what did they catch? They They caught the cutest possum oh it's adorable it's just a cute little possum just a cute little possum it just wanted to be friends with the chicken yeah it came in to hang out with the chicken Mm -hmm. um it was like hey nice place you got here yeah looks like you got room for room for one more i'm just gonna Mm -hmm. i'm just gonna chill here Mm -hmm. uh and then they came and they found the possum and they let the possum out and the possum scurried off into the into the brush okay and uh, it was extremely cute. <laughs> and was not a chupacabra. No, unless that's the twist, is actually <gasps> possums are chupacabras. That we've just call- been calling them the wrong thing the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. And, okay. and anyone who's seen a possum has been close to a vampire creature without realizing it. You know what? I wouldn't be surprised. Possums hold mm-hmm. a... A, a weird energy about them. Yeah. Um. <laughs> anyway, so so that wasn't successful. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh. But uh. But 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 um. And then at this point, they uh, 
they they go searching for what what uh, someone who claims to have seen a chupacabra says is a chupacabra nest. Yeah. Uh, they're like, oh, in, in these woods, there's a chupacabra nest. So they go there and they they find some remains that they send off to experts to test. Um, and this is the point at which uh, the experts test these remains and they're like, yeah, this is a mangy dog. Mm-hmm. Um, at which point the narrator is like, um, we th- we tested this to see if it was a chupacabra um, in the chupacabra nest. What we actually found was obviously a stray dog wandered into the chupacabra nest and was <laughs> killed by the chupacabras. Yeah. Uh, it's like, yeah, okay. Sure, sure. That's, that's obviously the you want to spin. That's the 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 only acceptable explanation for this. Um, yeah. Yeah. Basically, it's it's pretty uh, pretty similar to every other episode of Monster Quest in that they don't definitively prove the existence of the thing they're looking for. Mm, they don't yeah. go out looking for the, this monster and then be like, "Oh, we found it. Here it is." Um, yeah. But the one thing, the one thing that the one closing remark they made, which really stuck with me, is uh, is they're asking, you know, is is uh, is the chupacabra like an existing creature? Is it is it like a, a weird lizard or a weird dog, or is it an evolution to a new species <gasps> of tomorrow? We hadn't considered this. I just, I just love the line: "An evolution to a new species of tomorrow." Yeah, it's a, it's a good, it's a good line. That's solid writing. I uh-huh. hope whoever wrote that is doing well in their life. Mm-hmm. Me too. Um, but yeah, what, if, what if it's really spotty when we see them because it's a really weird mutation and it just hasn't taken hold of the general population yet? Maybe. Who knows? Or maybe it's just not a mutation that's like you know, viable enough to, to actually last to help a species evolve. Yeah. Maybe this is a taste of our, our terrifying vampire dog-filled future. <laughs> I, for one, welcome the new vampire dogs. Yeah, our new overlords. <laughs> the government, instead of being run by lizard people, is actually run by vampire dogs. I mean, it can only be an upgrade. <laughs> the lizard people aren't doing so hot. No. yeah oh well that was another fascinating episode of monster quest yeah it's very good i'm glad it exists i'm glad it's out there yeah well i i had this whole thing when i was doing the research because the el chupacabra holds a special place in my heart and i was reading Mm -hmm. through this and i was like i don't even know why Mm -hmm. it holds a special place in my heart yeah um so i was reading through the in popular culture bit of the wikipedia page because that's often the best part of any Wikipedia page. It's true. Um, and it just had, you know, mentions of Chupacabra, films about Chupacabras. Talked about a Jackie Chan episode mm-hmm. where a guy turns into a Chupacabra. Yeah. Um, but then I, I had this, like, of course moment. And it's that there was a Scooby-Doo direct-to-video film that came out that featured El Chupacabra. Ah, um, I've not seen that. Yes, called Scooby-Doo and the Monster of Mexico. Ah, and this is definitely a film I owned as a child, and that we watched a whole bunch. I think that's where my love of El Chupacabra came from. It's Scooby Doo. Yeah, because there was this episode. I remember we owned this one, and we owned one where the the thing was like an actual alien. Yeah. And then we had that cyber cyber chase one where mm-hmm. they went into video games. Um, but yeah, so I looked up the Scooby Doo that had uh the. El Chupacabra. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, of course, takes place in Mexico, which, incorrect, because, you know, Puerto Rico. Yep. Um, and the Chupacabra in that is like like a giant gorilla bear thing. Yeah. So it's it's massive, um, but it has, like, the spikes and the eye shape and the claws and everything. Mm-hmm. But then it's fuzzy. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, and they it's terrorizing this town and... You know, the gang show up and yep. help out this guy who has a little dog and the dog and Scooby fall in love with it. It's a whole thing. And then mm-hmm. there's these, there's like two white people in the town, Mr. Smiley and Charlene, and mm. they are trying to run this like attraction or whatever. Anyway, guess who is the bad guy? Is it uh, them? Yeah. Is it the two white people who went to Mexico 
and are trying to scare people off so that they can buy this land really cheap. Yeah, that seems about right. You know, good on good on you, Scooby Doo, for that commentary. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Biting. <laughs> uh, but also, this you know gives me something to do this weekend, which is going to be rewatch Scooby Doo and the Monster of Mexico. Yeah, that sounds great. Also, I, on the same list, I saw uh, the X Files have a Chupacabra episode, which I don't remember. Like, I watched all of X Files. I've watched all of it in the last couple of years, and I don't remember that at all. So I'm going to go back and watch that because the X Files is good as hell. That's true. And I mean, who really needs an excuse to rewatch X-Files? Yeah. Not not this boy. <laughs> um also, uh <laughs> there's a joke about a chupacabra that goes around on the internet every so often and it cracks me up every time I I hear I see it. Okay. Um and it's just it's just you know what really gets my goat. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> and every time it just tickles me. Yeah, that's good. That's great. Uh, it's so simple. So right? elegant. Um, yeah, it's just it's just beautiful. Um, it is beautiful. You're not wrong. Yeah. <laughs> um, do we have anything else that we want to say about our pal, El Chupacabra? Uh, I don't know if we do, because as you pointed out, like, there actually isn't that much on the chupacabra yeah i didn't really I mean, realize I... until i yeah i didn't um... realize until i went to do the research that like firstly i thought it dated back a lot earlier than 95 yeah considering how like popular it is and and like it seems like it's one of those things like it, there isn't really any folklore there no that it's drawing on it seems like it's just like a, a weird thing um, it's one of these things that's represented a lot more in pop culture than it is in, in anything else, you know? It's like, there's yeah. not much underneath, but then mm-hmm. loads of people, like like the X-Files and Scooby-Doo, right? And things like that kind of did their, kind of jumped on this bandwagon. Um, so I was surprised when I went to do research just like how little of that kind of stuff there actually is. Yeah, no, definitely. Um I will say the cryptid wiki, besides having a page for chupacabra, has pages for four like specific kinds of yeah. chupacabra. So yeah, it's got one in Canada called the Canadian mm-hmm. chupacabra, which mm-hmm. I just don't. I just don't think it's the same thing. It's, you know, yeah, it's if, just if, different. If... Yeah, it's it's like because like like Bigfoot, right? You get reports of Bigfoot like all over North America, mm-hmm. which I can like get behind because. A lot of North America is, you know, has like similar uh, environments, right? Where you only see Bigfoot in these sort of like mountainous wooded areas, which is yeah. a lot of, of, you know, the U.S. and Canada. Mm-hmm. And also a lot of these forests are connected. So I'm like, all right, I, I can I can get behind that. But also... But first of all, a chupacabra started on an island. What mm-hmm. did it do? Like, you know, swim? They no. built a raft. <laughs> Got to Miami. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's just it's just ridiculous. Yeah, and then there's one in uh, Appalachia as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but this one says that. Okay, it says that it was first sighted in the 1900s and migrated to Appalachia from Puerto Rico in the 1800s. Um, no, no, the first the first sighting in Puerto Rico is not until 95, and you're telling me that 100 years before it was like you know what, I really. John Denver got to me, and uh, and I'm going to go to West Virginia. Doesn't even mm. exist yet. Yeah. Because, you know, actually, I think 1895 it did. But anyway, the point is, not behind it. Don't like it. This is a different different cryptid. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's one called the Broxa Chupacabra, which is supposed to be in the Middle East. And again, mm-hmm. not the same thing, I don't think. And then El Yunque Chupacabra is supposed to be the one in Puerto Rico. Yeah, yeah, it's it's there's too many. Like like yeah. with Bigfoot, it's like yeah, there are reports from all over, but it's always Bigfoot, right? Yeah. Whereas yeah. with Chupacabra, people can't even agree on like it's like oh, the Chupacabra struck in these two different places, which are really far apart, and also these two Chupacabras don't resemble each other in any way. And it's yeah. like well, maybe how about no then? <laughs> I I'm a little worried though, right? Because if a chupacabra, is, if he's still on Puerto Rico, like if the government hasn't taken him out or spirited him away to mm-hmm. whatever you know, government secret government lab, um, 
you know, is he okay? Because Puerto Rico's not okay right now. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm I'm a bit worried. Uh, uh, maybe maybe there won't be any more chupacabra sightings. Yeah, yeah. We should. This is this uh, a good good. Yeah, you raise a good point. If if yeah. you want to save chupacabra, mm-hmm. why don't you go to the Hispanic Federation's Unidos campaign and donate some money to the people of Puerto Rico? Yeah, who exactly. Are in the midst of uh, a humanitarian crisis. Exactly to help you know rebuild the island. Um, yeah, and, and also help some yeah, chupacabras t- at the same time. Exactly. So, so go do that if you can. <laughs> yeah. Excellent. Um, <sighs> Lois. I don't think. Yes. Would you date the chupacabra? I don't. I don't think I would. You yeah, know? I don't think I would either. Yeah. I'm. I'm not into that whole lizard thing. No, I'm not really either. Like I went on a date one time, and the person on the date was like, "Hey, so I'm actually for lizards in a human suit," and I was like, "You know, I just, I just can't do that in my life right now." Um, I mean, who has time for that? A little bit more emotionally available mm-hmm. and not made of lizards. Honestly, um. <laughs> I and uh, maybe this is a, a controversial opinion, but. I mean, I've made this perfectly clear already, but as far as I'm concerned, the chupacabra is basic. <laughs> yeah. You need a there's bit nothing going on there. You, you also, don't have any rich folklore. Yeah. And if, if he lives in a, in a government, a secret government lab, like, you know, that's long distance relationships are hard enough as it is, but then that's true. everything you do is monitored by the secret cryptid part of the U.S. government. Yeah. That's just Phone calls a lot of Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think I would either. Yeah. No, no. Like, would <sighs> I would I hang out with him if, you know, he was like, hey, do you want to go, like, sit in some trees and scream at locals and freak him out? Yeah, absolutely. Who wouldn't? Like, yeah, that would be okay. <laughs> but, I, I, like, if that was how it was, I feel like maybe. But I, I feel like Chupacabra would just, like, text you being like, going to go exsanguinate some goats. Do you want to come? And I'm like, honestly, yeah, I'm good. Yeah, yeah, but like if you've got any recs for like you know Netflix or whatever, send them my way. Cause yeah, sure. <laughs> probably watches a lot of Netflix that hold up in a government in lab. a government lab. Yeah, yeah. probably right. Yeah, there we go. Well, poor Chupacabra. I hope that he gets let out for you know just a an away day soon. Me too. Mm-hmm. Um. <sighs> yeah. Well. Anything else on the I agenda? Think, I think that's it for I, me. No, I don't think so. I think we should probably tell people what we're going to talk about next. Okay, what are um, we going to... I don't, I don't know what we're talking about next. <laughs> this is always a fun part of the show because uh, you get to find out what we're talking about <laughs> Yeah, Lois, Lois. I get is... reminded. <laughs> <laughs> Lois, so, so if you... Behind the scenes, uh, you should know. I, I In terms of organization, uh, it is not, I would say, an equal split in terms of the work done. Uh, <laughs> well, I... I keep finding chupacabra or uh, cryptids to put on the list of things to talk about but you do the the sound editing so i feel that's like true i produce the show up. so yeah. so yeah i guess it is kind of a anyway <laughs> yeah anyway we've got an exciting one next episode drum roll it's mothman your friend and mine yes everyone's friendly local neighborhood mothman yeah eating your sweaters yeah so uh if you come back to listen to us again next month you'll get muffin yes the mothiest of the men i'm looking forward to it so am i uh, lois cat will be here probably so hell yeah um i think i did get a couple seconds of her purring earlier so yeah there was definitely a meow that i can isolate and <laughs> put on a soundboard yeah um, amazing cool well until next time friends this has been cryptid pals the cryptid zone you can find us on twitter at cryptid zone mm-hmm. find us on yeah, facebook you can also find us on facebook now yeah lois did that <laughs> um yeah which is also just cryptid zone yeah um uh, you can find us individually yes me first yeah, yeah go for it okay great uh, i'm at jeremy underscore hughes on twitter Hughes mm-hmm. is spelled H-E-W-E-S. Or you can yes. go to mcr.cool and join the Mastodon instance I made because <laughs> I'm trying to get away from Twitter because it's bad. <laughs> yes. Um, um, 
Yeah, you can find me on Twitter. I'm uh, at Suppets Lois. So that's S-U-P-I-T-S-L-O-I-S. And I'm also on that Mastodon instance. At, it's just at Lois at MCR.cool. Yeah. Uh, and you can follow us from other Mastodon instances. I think that's how it works. Yeah, it does. Mastodon, <laughs> I want to make it a thing. It's like not a thing yet, but I want to make it one because it's cool. Yeah, um, so you can follow us on either of those places. <laughs> do that, yes. Uh, and also... Um, uh, there was another thing I was going to say. Oh, yeah. You can email us at uh, enter.the at cryptid.zone. You can find mm-hmm. our website just at... We like getting attention. So if you want to like just send us pictures of your cat or whatever, we we like getting mail. Yeah, attention is great. Uh, yeah, uh, you can find our website just at cryptid.zone as well. Mm-hmm. A lot of cryptid zone based uh, social media things, which is understandable because that's what our show is called. Yes. <laughs> Um, thank you for listening to us. Yeah, thanks. It's been a blast. This time and every yeah. time. We've had a good time. And uh-huh. we'll see you next month. Or we won't see you. We'll see each other next month and then you'll listen to it later. Yeah, you'll listen to us talking to each other. That's how podcasts work. <laughs> Yay! Okay, bye now. <laughs> cool, yeah. Take care. Thanks for listening. Goodbye. <sighs> there we go. That was another one in the bag. <laughs>